Hi guys, welcome again to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Okay, so I promise you, I promise, okay? I did not at all, not one second or not one iota, I did not expect to record this at all. I did not have this topic in mind at all. It just, it just literally just happened, okay? So, Sometimes when you read scripture or when you see something, it's it's so good that you can't hold it in. Like Jeremiah said, right? Jeremiah said the fire was was burning in that I could not stay, right? Um, and so as I look at this topic, I, and I wanted to share this with you. Um, and so let me just introduce it this way. And before we introduce that, um, if you happen just to hear extra noise, I've got my... Um, you know, portable podcast stuff going. So if you hear extra noise, that's just my freezer in the back. Okay. So that's all that is. All right. So as we look at this, um, here's how I want to introduce it. So I'm on the highway today. I'm driving, I'm driving back to my apartment and you know, sometimes you're just driving and you'll have, you know, like a playlist going on. And so, you know, uh, if any guys need a feels playlist, I got you. Right. So sometimes you gotta, you gotta play this going on and as you as you got your playlist going on, it's kind of on shuffle, and a song came on, and the song was called, uh, it's by Jeremy Zucker, Z-U-C-K-E-R, and it's called Always I'll Care, Always I'll Care, and so that, 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 um, that song title just caught me as I looked at it, because when I heard it, I was like, ooh, okay, that's a good song. But then when I looked at it, I was like, man, that's a great, that's a great title, right? Always I'll care. So what are we, that's, what are we going to talk about? I mean, that's literally it, right? Always I'll care. So why are we talking about this? Because when we talk about uh, this topic, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to show that care sometimes um, because you can't necessarily you can't necessarily force it. Um, you can, you know, obviously you can, um, you know, try your best, but you know, you can't, you can't force this, you know, you can't force it on anyone really. And so when you think about caring and always I'll care, the question becomes, how can you show, how can you show people that you care? How can you show people that you care? You know, a, a lot of times when we're dealing with people, it's, it's difficult sometimes because, um, you know, you have to make sure that you continue to, um, obviously be the person that you're supposed to be, but you know, care is just like anything else. You can't force it upon anyone. You just, you can't, that's just not how it works. You know, you can be the source of it, but you can't force it. And so the hard part is sometimes when you are that source of care, or at least you have that intention to be that. Um, sometimes when you deal with people, and that can, that can mean family members, that can mean friends, that can mean people you work with, people you go to school with, the people that you're in relationships with. I mean, no matter who it is, even though you're that source of caring, sometimes the other party doesn't want it, or at least they don't, they don't want it right now. So the question becomes, man, if somebody that I care about doesn't want the care right now, then what am I supposed to do? Maybe maybe that's you right now. If somebody you care about is in a position where they don't want your care, 
well, what am I supposed to do with all this care? What am I supposed to do with it? That's an awesome question, isn't it? Let's get into this, man. This is crazy. Okay, so let's get into this. So Luke 15, how do you show someone that you care? Even right now, they don't want the care right now. And when I mean they don't want the care, I mean um, maybe right now is not a good time. Maybe right now they need space. Maybe right now something that you have no idea what's going on in their life is going on in their life. Whatever, whatever it is, that's the case. Okay. So, so what do we do? How do you, how do you show care? How do you continue to do that? Well, we're going to learn from God here. Luke 15. Let's, let's learn from God here. The prodigal son and this, this changed the prodigal son for me as we continue to study this together. So what's the first way that we can still show that we care to those that don't want it right now? One, the first way that we can still show care is you still love when they disregard. You still love even if they disregard it. So in Luke 15, let's begin in verse 11. The Bible says, and a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And he divided them unto his living. So let's think about the father for a second. The son was absolutely disrespectful here. Absolutely disrespectful. He's asking for his inheritance before his father dies. And he's asking for his inheritance when he's the younger son. He's not even the oldest. So he's being totally disrespectful. But but sometimes let's think a little bit deeper here. Think about the disrespect that the son is showing to his father. He's doing all of this. And this isn't just a let me wake up one morning and just ask for this. This is this is something that that cultivates. So so when when there's something like this in Luke 15, this doesn't just happen just, you know, randomly. This is something that's this is thought out. Right. This this is this is thought out of what you're going to do. And so notice what the father did, though. Even though the son was disrespectful and all that, and even though the son or, or you know, the father, um, you know, was disrespected by the son. Notice uh, verse number 13. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and he took his journey into a far country. So let's think about the father's perspective. The father still cared, didn't he? The father, think about think about what he's providing for that son. He provided him a home, provided him an inheritance, which even back then was rare too. Provided him with food, provided him with shelter, provided him with all the things that he needed. That's care, isn't it? That's love, isn't it? That's concern, isn't it? But even though the father gave love, care, and concern to his own son, how did his son treat him? Ah, it's average. Huh? It's comfortable. Uh, it's predictable. Let me tell you guys something real quick. Average, comfortable, and predictable, it gets way better looking the older you get. Because the older you get, the more tired you get of playing games. You know, you, you get tired of the, of the chase. You get tired of the, the egos. You, you get, it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it once you get older. It really isn't. But notice the younger son, he didn't want that. It was, it was just too regular for him. 
So you know what? Let me go out here and let me go find what I think I need because this is this is just too regular. So think about it from the father's perspective. He's giving all this love, care, and concern, but the son that he's giving this to 100% just disregards it like he's not doing it. So what's our original question? How do you how do you still care when your cares, at least in your mind, it may not be, but at least in your mind, you feel like that care is being disregarded. What is, so what do you do in that situation? Does the text say that the Bible or does the Bible say that the father ever stopped loving him? No. So what do we do? When we still care and that cares in our eyes in some way we, you feel is being disregarded, you still care. You still care. And so that song title, Always I'll Care. You know, you think about the compassion of God, even with the Psalms references, how how Israel was just stubborn. Israel was rebellious. Israel, Israel you know, served other gods and the compassion of God was still there on them. You even think of, I believe it's Second Chronicles, right? When it talked about uh, how the nation of Israel loved other gods and loved wine and loved all these other things. And God had compassion that he sent people to preach to him. You know, sometimes I think we have our standards messed up. I think times when we when we ask questions like, well, what do I do in this situation? What what do I do when I care, but the, this doesn't happen? What what? What do I do? Who do I look at? Who do I listen to? So many times we look at each other too much for that. Even in a even a successful marriage, and that's that's great to have that example of a successful older marriage or whatever it is. But the standard of how to care for people, even when your care is being literally just seen as regular or average or not good enough or whatever, when you go to God, and stuff like that happens to you, you really start to understand what real love really is. It's hard, man. Love, the more the more um, you, we get closer to God together and open up the Bible, the more and more that love is not what the movies predict. Love is not what the books predict. Love, in some cases, is not what you even see, you know, physical couples have. Love is not, love is not necessarily a feeling. Do you feel it? Yes. But love is not necessarily a feeling. It's what are you willing to do? What, how are you willing to act? How are we willing to sacrifice? God is the perfect example of it, guys. So how do I show and how do you show that you still care? You still love the right way, even when it's being disregarded. Does that mean you be a pest? No. And we're going to get in that in a second. Does that mean you're just always up in their grill? No. Does that mean you're always every second of the day trying to be there and trying to do it? No. But it does mean that when you have opportunity, you don't disregard it because they disregard it. You don't disrespect because they disrespect. You do the right thing regardless. Is that easy? At times, no. But is it right? Yes. Do you think it was easy for the father here to love his son? Probably not. But did he do it? Yeah. So how do you show people that you still care? You got to love even when they disregard what you give out. You got you to keep loving. Then number two, 
always I'll care. How do you how do you show how do you still show care to someone that maybe doesn't want it right now or disregards it? How do you keep showing care? Number two, and before we move forward again, if you want to support the podcast, go to anchor.fm slash when the scriptures become real slash support. We've already got three supporters and I'm so grateful for each of you. And if you could support the podcast, we would love it. We would love for you to be a part of what we're growing here. So thank you so much for your support. Okay, so number two, how do I show that I still care? Not only do you have to love when they disregard it, but then number two, this is and this is this is one of the hardest steps here. Number two, you got to let people live. What are you talking about? Let's keep reading the text. You got to let people live. You have to let them live. What does that mean? So look at what the father did. Verse 13, not many days after the younger son gathered all together. So what does that imply about the father? He gave the inheritance to the son. He gave it to him and he took his journey into a far country. So look at what the father let his son do. Take the inheritance early and two, he let him go. Sometimes um, when when you care, it's a lot of times what happens is you you try to you try to make people do stuff when you care. And sometimes, you know, at the end of the day, you say, well, I did this because I care, right? Well, obviously, yes, you do care. But at the same time, the father let the son make a choice here. And for you and for me and for those that are listening, that's what you got to do. You got to let people, you have to let people live and you have to let people make the choices that they want to make. You have to let them do what they feel is best. You have to let them go where they feel they need to go. You have to let them be with who they think they need to be with. You have to let them do it. Let them do what they want to do. You cannot. Can you encourage? Yes. Can you influence? Yes. But you cannot make people make choices. Even if you even if you do care to an immense level, you can't, man. You can't do it. And so look at what the father let the son do. He let him live. And so here's the thing about this. When you let people live. And again, uh, you know, I've been through this. Um, I know other people have been through this, too. When you let people live. People automatically enroll in something that I was taught. It's called the school of hard knocks. All right. And so when you let people live. Sometimes. They have to experience things that they feel like they want right now, because remember, the father was comfortable. The father gave them everything. The father provided. There was no drama with the father. Sometimes we can take all that stuff for granted, like it's always going to be here. So the younger son, being his young age, he said, I want something different. I need something different. I need someone different. Let you have to let people make their choices. And so verse 14, or at the end of verse 13, there wasted his substance with riotous living. So he, I mean, he wasted it. But again, whose choice was that? Was that the father's choice? It was his. You know, a part of caring 
And here's here's something that's important to, to learn as we study the scripture together. A part of caring does not mean control. Caring does not mean controlling people. That's, a, that's actually a little bit of manipulation there. Caring is doing the right things, but it's still letting people make the choices that they want. You can't make people, you can't make people make their choices. You can't, like I said, you can influence, you can teach, you can be the example that you need to be, but ultimately the choice is on you. The choice is on them. You got to let people live, man. You have to let people live. And I know that's hard because it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, you know, when you see those horror movies, right? And you see, you know, the people walking downstairs or walking in the basement and you know when they open that door, Freddy's behind the door or somebody's behind the door. You're like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't open it. Don't open it. Sometimes, you know, those that care and some that those that are older, those that have been through things, those that are a little bit more mature, those that, that are, that can see some things. No, don't, don't open that door. But sometimes you got to let people open it because maybe somebody needs a scare to learn. Maybe somebody needs to lose stuff to learn. Maybe somebody, again, I mean, we've got examples like this in scripture. Maybe people need to get hurt and not hurt physically. I'm talking about hurt as in being disappointed hurt. Maybe people need to get hurt to realize, man, like this is not, this is not what I thought it was, or this is not what I thought it would be, or this is not the picture that I was promised it would be. But again, that's a part of letting people live. So how do you show that you still care for people? You still love, even when they disregard that love. When you see them, how can I help you? When you see them, you need anything? Okay, cool. But then you also let them make their choices. You got to let them live. The prodigal, the father let the prodigal go. You feel like you want this right now, son? Okay. You can go. I'm not going to fight you. And here's the thing what you can't do, like we talked about with Sam in the last in the last podcast. I'm not going to fight you on your decision. I'm not going to fight you on where you want to go. I'm not going to fight you with who you want to be with. I'm not going to fight with what you want. I'm not going to fight you with that. If you need something, I'll be right here. If you want prayer, I'll be right here. You need to talk, I'll be right here. But I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight you. You see, you can't, you can, like we say, we can't convince either. That's a part of caring. So you got to let people live. The father let the son live. So verse 14, the Bible says, and after he lived, right, he spent everything. And then there arose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want. Verse 15, he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And when he filled his, and when he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, no man gave unto him. Again, that's a part of the process. I mean, we can, for sake of time, we're not going to go to all these examples. But I mean, you got you got Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel, right? Nebuchadnezzar, you know, thought he he was the man, thought everything was, you know, everything was all him. Next thing you know, he had to be humbled. The prodigal son, he thought he thought he knew better. 
Hey, I need I need to go out there. I need to go discover life. I need a new I need I need new scenery. I need funner people to be with. I need this to happen. I need that to so you just get me what I want and I just need this stuff right now in my life cuz my life is just not what it needs to be right now. Sometimes, you know, the Lord will give us what we want. The Lord will give us exactly what we want. We got to let people live. And I know that's hard. And especially for somebody that cares, because you know what you can offer. You know that to your friends, to your family, to the people that work, to the people that you're in relationships with. You know what you have to offer. If you're if you're a good person, you know you can offer um, growth with Christ. You know you can offer um, kindness. You know you can offer opportunity. You can you know, you know what you can offer. But here's the thing about exchanging gifts and exchanging offerings. If you have an amazing gift, you can't make somebody else love the gift. You can't make them love it. As much as you might have decorated it and presented it and worked on it, you can't make someone else love it. Again, that's a part of it. You got to let people live. You got to let people do what they want to do. Does that mean you give up on them? No. Does that mean you just, all right, peace out. I'm done with you. No. And that leads us into our third point in a minute. But again, you still be the person that you need to be. Hey, you need something? Okay, cool. Hey, you need prayer? Okay, cool. Is it is it hard to love when, when you're disregarded? Yes, it is. It's, it's hard to do that. Is it hard to let people live when you know what you have to offer? Yes, yes it is. But this is what God does. And so for you and I, I don't want to love like a guy in a movie. I don't want to love like this person or that person. I want to love, I want to try my best to to love like God. I want to love like him. I don't want it to be controlling, but I want it to be strong. I don't want it to be manipulative, but I want it to be firm. You know, that's the love that Jesus had. And that's the love that I want to give out to my friends, to my family, to potential spouses and mates. I, I mean, I want that. Don't you? Always I'll care. You know, you got to keep loving, even if they disregard the love that you got to give. Two, you got to you got to let them live. You got to let them live. Do what they want to do right now. Then number three. How else do you show that you care? You got to leave an impression. You got to leave an impression. Well, how how do I leave an impression? Let's keep reading our text. Verse 17. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger. So notice the impression that the father left on the son. And again, the father was already providing this from the jump from day one. But notice the impression that the that the father left on the son. I'm at my lowest point now. I live life the way that I've wanted to live it. It didn't pan out the way that I thought. So let me let me think back on my past for a second. Okay, that person's gone. That person's gone. That money's gone. Okay, they're gone. They're not texting anymore. They're gone. Okay, cool. Who else is there? Who else is there? And then notice the text said he came to himself. And he said, look at how many servants my father had, which shows that his father had abundance. Man. Look at look at what I left. Sometimes you don't really realize what you have here 
until until something shows you or 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 you know just through the course of life and sometimes you know we look and we're like man I had that you know like have you ever seen like like a deal that you missed at a store like man I, why didn't I go get that you know like it was it was right there like I was right I was in the store and I didn't even know the deal was was going on sometimes that that's what happens in life sometimes is you know we're presented with good things we're presented with good people. We're presented with good opportunities in Luke 15. And we're just like, nah, I'm good. And then we go off and then we got to, and then we think back like, man, that was good. See, so when you love, even when they disregard you, when they want nothing to do with you, and when you let them live, when you don't try to control them, that leaves an impression. Like, man, everybody else that I thought was with me really ain't with me. But I remember so-and-so was there. So-and-so was still there. I could still go. So then notice this. When he came to himself, how many hired servants of my father's have bread and enough to spare? And I perish here with hunger. So now when you let people live, then here's the great thing about caring. This is why now it's not manipulation. Now they come to their own conclusion. Man, he did treat me right. Man, he did. Man, she did really care. Man, they they did really want my best interests. Man, I really didn't see the stuff that he was doing for me. Man, I really didn't see the stuff she was doing for me. But now that I'm at my lowest point, I see it now. Sometimes what we do when we care so much is we kind of shine this this bright light in front of people. I care, I care, I care. I want you to see that I care. I want you to know that I care. And we have this big light, right? And we want them to see it which I understand the the motivation behind that. But at the same time, you can't as bright as that light is, you can't make somebody or something gravitate towards you. Sometimes when you're too close to that light, sometimes people need to go farther away to really see how bright it was. To really see how bright it was. Man, it's dark out here. Man, I thought I thought this would be different. I thought she would be different. I thought he would be different. Who, who's that light over there? That's him. And I was close to him years. I, I missed it. I missed it. See, and that's why, again, this is how you show that you care. You still be a light, but maybe not just all up in their face. You got to leave an impression. But then look at this. Verse 18. So now I will arise and I'll go to my father. And I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me one of your hired servants. So the father. And notice we hear really nothing of the father in the beginning other than that he had two sons. But that's all we know about the father. And he still left an impression. Sometimes with leaving an impression with people, sometimes you don't have to say the perfect thing. Sometimes you don't have to send the perfect text. Sometimes you don't have to do the exact perfect right thing. Sometimes if you're just who you are, a good dude, if you're just a good girl, be who you are. Because I don't know about you, but good people, they're starting to be pretty rare. And then on top of that, good people who love God, I mean, that's not something that you see every day. And so notice 
he said, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the person that actually cared for me from the jump. I'm going to go back. And he arose, verse 20, and he came to his father. And notice, notice this. Now, let's go back to the person that originally cared from the jump, the father. But when he saw he was a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Here's the great thing about always caring is when you always care the way the father did here in Luke 15, even though people are living their lives with what they feel like they need to do right now or with how they need to do it or with who they need to do it with. Whenever people are doing stuff like that, those that always care, they sit like the father does and they wait for the moment for you to come back. Again, spiritually speaking, sometimes does that happen physically? Yeah, it happens physically. But spiritually, that 100% happens. That compassion and that love never left. Why? Because even though the son disregarded him from the jump, the father still loved him the same way. The father loved him by letting him make his own choices. He didn't try to, he didn't try to manipulate him. Well, you need to love me or let me convince you to love me or let me convince you to stay. No, sir. Hey, if you need me, I'll be here. Hey, if you need help, I'll be here. Here's, and here's the great thing about leaving an impression. And especially when, you, when you're not controlling with it, when you leave people an impression, that stays in people's minds. That stays there. You know, you guys ever see like examples of maybe a person that's been to the, the, the congregation and they've been there for a while, but then they, they fell away. And then when they fall away, they go out and live the way that they want to live. But then something happens in their life to where, you know, the friends that they thought were friends, you know, said bye. The, the people that they thought were with them said bye. And so then one random Sunday, one random Wednesday, they just they just pop in. Guess what that is? That's a reflex because they know I could go back because these people really cared. I thought they didn't, but now I do. Even even with like um like regular examples, right? Even in, you know, even in the movies, right? You see you see people that, that have their place, that have their spot, that have their person, and then they go and they do whatever they feel like they need to do. But when they hit rock bottom, they know that they can go to this one spot. They know that. That's what leaving a, a spiritual impression does for people. When you care, when you care and when you when you keep helping, even though you're being disregarded right now, even when you keep helping, even though they're have they're living their best life without you right now, even when you do this and when you leave an impression. It's a great thing because it'll be a reflex because they know they can come to you for help. They know that because you've been loving the right way. So how do I show? How do you show? Always. I'll care. Always. You still love them even when you're being totally disregarded right now. But also you don't try to control them. 
You don't try to manipulate them. You don't try to convince them. You let them, you let them live. You let them do exactly what they want to do. And then number three, you leave an impression. So when the time comes where maybe they need help, you're there. And let me mention this as well. We don't leave an impression just so we can have some type of satisfaction like, oh, now he's crawling back, right? Oh, now she's crawling back now. That's wrong. That That's not the right type of, we don't do kind things just so we can feel some type of vindication. Well, I was the better person and you, that's not, that's not right. We leave an impression because we want them to come back to somebody safe. We want them to come back to somebody that, that absolutely loves them and God loves them. That's why we leave an impression like the father did. Always I'll care. That's crazy, right? I mean, as I looked through that today, I was just, wow, you know, and, and maybe today, maybe you're in a situation where, and again, it never has to be ugly, but you know, with family members, people you work with, relationships, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be an ugly situation, but maybe you're just in a situation where right now, right? For the present moment, as we speak right now, it's just, it's just not it right now. Right. And that's okay. It's just not it right now. So what do you do? You still, you still love, you still love even when they disregard it. You still be kind. You still be compassionate. You still find ways to serve Two, Then you let them live. Don't, don't, don't control them. Let them do what they want to do. And then always make sure that you leave a spiritual impression great oh man i know there's oh man i man this was such a fun study and again i love these pop-up podcasts again i didn't expect to do this at all today but i i had to share this i had to share this with you guys and i hope this was able to help you and encourage you um again this is not to love like god and to love like he did in luke 15 it's not a feeling this is an everyday choice you got to make you know, this is this is an everyday choice. And it's it's hard to make the choice every day. Sometimes it's sometimes it's easy, sometimes it can be more difficult than other days. But I mean this is this is as pure as love gets. It's from God. And um there's another level of love that that I can hit. Um there's another love uh there's another level that I believe all of us can hit. Um but the only way we can hit that is if we stop looking at everybody else and the movies and the books and how things are quote unquote supposed to turn out. We got to stop looking at all that and we got to start reverting our eyes back to, okay, how would God love this person? How would God handle this? How would, how would the father handle this? Let's start looking back at him, man. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> all right. I hope this was able to help you. I really appreciate you guys, man. I know I don't say it enough, but thank you guys so much for your support and, and listening to the podcast and we got some great guests coming up. I'm so excited for these guests to come up and they'll be recording in-house in the studio here. So I'm so excited for them to be here and I'm excited to put this material out. Um, again, thank you guys so much. And Lord willing, um, we will be back on Monday with another podcast. Thanks, guys.